You can think of how I thought of this. I owe ladies hoes, cause I need all my chips. And I told them ain't no bag and risk. Got a bag of tricks, taught them the cabin ships. Cabin fitted, so you know it ain't no cabin this. Bitch, had to tell them don't forget. The grass is gonna be green the way you water it. Had to tell them don't forget. The grass is only green the way you water it. It's time we had a slow jam, road jam. Come and get some more, man, more, man. We been on our road, fam, go, fam. When they get salty, it's close, fam. Gonna play a slow jam, whoa jam. Come and get some more, man, more, man. Been on a road, fam, go, fam. When they get salty, it's close, fam. Welcome into episode 18 of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast. Uh, welcome back, America's favorite reoccurring guest, Mr. Jeff Heinrich. Jeff Ray, what's happening? What's up, dude? Gosh, you know. dang it. What's what? up, guy? How you been? Why'd Nothing. You, I've what? been sick. So I called my boss dude today. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> he started solid. laughing. I was like, I was like, I'm sorry, man. I, uh, I did not mean to call an, exec, an executive fire, uh, executive vice president of a Fortune 500 company, a dude. But uh, here we are. What's up, he, dude? He goes. He goes better than brah. I was like, that's fair. That is fair. So, anyways, how are you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? How good. are you living? Good. Living. What you uh, What you sipping there? In honor of you, a John Deere Ooh, Bush Latte. Nice. Uh, so I did a little in honor of you. I saved this to be then my very last one here. A little bush apple. Ooh, that's what I'm starting with. Is nice. I, I have one. I had one. I kept it crisp in the fridge. And uh, 
There it is. So excellent. Yeah. No. Yeah. So got to savor this thirty-one dollars for a thirty rack here in AZ. That's insane. That is insane. Uh, Shout out Ton. Yeah. No. Shout out Ton for finding it and getting it. And she told me the price. I was like, no, that's they. But yeah, that's what they did. They they really did that to us. So. But I appreciate the thought. That was really kind of her to find this for me and bring it home. So, um, yeah, dude. Uh, also, I talked to my dad today. He's like, hey, do you know he had a full case in the fridge, too, from the 4th of July in Boji? That's from you. So, appreciate you. Yep, so, yep. Well, you know, maybe he'll bring it down sometime. Yeah, he said he'd probably come down in a couple of weeks. So, he's like, do you want me to bring all that bush apple? And I said, yep, bring all of it. So, there's Absolutely. like four or five cases coming. So, no big deal. I've been picking up. Uh, I've been picking up a suitcase every time I go to the liquor store, man. The app, just the apples. Yeah, I can't get enough of it. It's good, I, dude, isn't it? it? It's so ridiculously refreshing. I know, and I hate it. I hate it. I know. Like I took it to a took it to a golf weekend with some with some uh, some of my guys, and you know, got a cooler of forty eight beers in there, and you know, half yeah. of them are Bush Light Apple, and I bet. Those were gone, and three of the other beers were taken. Really? Everybody just, like, crushes it. Did anybody make fun of you at first for for it? No. Really? And I think, well, yeah, so here's why, because, like, they all know me, right? right like, yeah. they've known me for 20-plus years, and they know... I'm pretty religious about like what I like and what I don't. And I don't give out endorsements of things very easily. If it's not good. Yeah. And so when they saw me drinking it, they were like, what's going on here? And I was like, you got to try it. And they're like, okay. And then they all try it. And you know, just like everybody else in the world who's tried it, they loved it. Yeah. I don't know a single person that's like, oh, this is terrible. And if you are, you're just a pretentious asshole. And I don't like you. Correct. So yeah, you drink shame. Yeah. You're a drink shamer. Yeah. So piss off, pal. We didn't yeah, want you to like it anyways. I feel like I've established my position on drink shaming pretty yeah, well here yeah, on the show. Yeah. So. Uh, so I do want to say though, do you not buy Bud Light anymore? Are you just strictly a Bush Light guy now? Did something happen here? Did we have a moment? And I, I did so, I convert you? You might have. You might oh have. And it, yeah, I think you did in some respects. Um, it, well, it was definitely you, right? Because you're the only person I know who drinks it. Like, I've had some friends who drink it. Um, but they're also just older into, like, that craft beer scene. And so yeah. occasionally they'll bring some over. But they would always know, like, when Jeff's coming over, like, they usually pick up a case of Bud Light for me. Right. But occasionally they... Would run, we'd run out and they'd have that. But, uh, no, I mean, like, you obviously drink it a lot. Yeah. Um, and this the is. the lights on. Yeah. So, <laughs> two things. One, you need a sponsorship. Two. Yeah. Like, I've been having some struggle drinking Bud Light of late. It's not good anymore. Well, <laughs> it's been the same probably for, what, eight years. But, I got, you know, so I got sick a while ago. Uh, you know that. Yeah. But. And I feel like when I have too many of them now, I can, I can feel it. I just get headaches. Feels like I'm drinking something that I shouldn't. 
and maybe it's my liver being like, dude, you've been drinking this shit for 20 years. Switch it up. Um, I don't know, but you know, I, I, I listened to your rice comment and I'm like, all right, well, let's see what, uh, let's see, let's see how this works. And you know, I don't get headaches anymore. Yeah. So I guess I'm back on the wagon and, and becoming a full functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Let's go. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Woo! Appreciate you. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, so uh, I've been drinking a lot more of it. So no, that's cool, man. Good uh, for, you. for the farmers, uh, shout out farmers, but, uh, absolutely. No, I think that's hilarious. Cause I do, I used to drink a lot of Bud Light too. And then, I mean, it wasn't when they started their slander campaign on corn, but prior to that, I was like, man, this isn't good. And then you talking about getting the headaches. I feel like people who don't drink Bud Light, like that's their number one complaint is they're like, Bud Light gives me a headache all the time. And so Hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know what kind of headache serum they're putting in there, but they should stop if they're listening. Absolutely. They should knock that off. All right. So. What's that rice? It is. It's got to be the rice. It's got to be. It's got to be. So, shout out. Uh, I mean, I know you don't like uh, sushi rolls either, so. <laughs> nope. Look at us go. We're, we're anti-rice over here. You will You will not. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, if you're going to try to convert me on sushi. No. Man, I, I think this, the show's over. So. Uh, no, I, I don't want to, like, publicly bury somebody, but Ty was lighting me up pretty good about not liking sushi in the group chat. And the boy doesn't eat ham, dude. So. I mean, it's a weird flex. It is. It is. I mean, who doesn't like ham? Then he's coming at me for not liking sushi. Vegetarians don't like ham, but they don't count. That's beside the point. The boy eats meat. He eats burgers. He eats bacon, which is ham. Right. Ish. Yeah, no, it is. I will say I don't like cold ham. Depends. I, I just don't. No, I'm just saying, like, personally, like, you don't like cold ham at all. No. Like, you got to have cooked ham. Yep. Well, I mean, first of all, you should always eat cooked meat. Well, that's... (laughs) But they say serve it, like, cold. Like, if you went to, uh, what is it, a honey-baked ham, and you buy one of their hams, like, you don't have to do anything to it other than, like, get it to room temperature. And that's just, that's like a texture thing. It's the same with sushi. I can't stand the texture of sushi yeah. in my mouth whole. Yeah, I'm it's with you. weird. And so cold meat to me, minus like a beef stick or something like that, like it just doesn't process in my brain. So you don't ever like you're not a cold hot dog eater or like handful of lunch meat ever. That's not a Jeff thing. I don't eat hot dogs ever. Okay, there's probably your first problem in life. So <laughs> fairly, yeah, fairly sure. That's that's the main thing that's wrong with me is I <laughs> yeah, don't eat hot dogs. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I just can't do hot dogs. I'll do a brat. Don't ask me why. Yeah, that's weird. So, oh, I should. Here's where it all boils down to: We had hot dogs once, and somebody called it a wiener. Yeah, it's okay. When I was like six, yeah, and I was like. Ah, don't eat my wiener, right? Like it was weird, right? I had this, I have this weird memory of it, and then I don't know. It was like one of my dad's friends. We were living in Arizona. He was like, "Well, you know what they're made of?" And I was like, "No, I don't know what anything is made of." I'm six, right, dude? Did he tell you? I I don't want to really finish your story. And then he tells me what it is, and I'm like, "Ugh, that's." I just, I'm not into that. Did he say (laughs) the lips and assholes thing? No, he just told me it was essentially like 
every other piece of meat that you don't want to eat and they don't want to waste. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. But I mean, growing up, my my grandpa always called them lips and assholes. Like that's that's what a hot dog. Yeah. Is. So, Which, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's nope. probably not wrong, but he's for sure not wrong. That's yeah. that's why I'm just out on it. Yeah. No, that's right. Fine. It, and it's not. It's, I know it's no different than a brat. No, it is. It is different. Uh, I mean, not I'll much, but I'll I'll die on that. I'll die on that hill for sure. I mean, brats. I mean, texture wise is the same, but brat is a is a better sausage. Right? It's usually a ground sausage, and then there's yeah. different ingredients, right? Like, so one of my favorites is like a dill pickle brat or a Philly cheese mm. brat, like. Yep. Those slap. So, I mean, they're very different, but I understand. I mean, hot dogs aren't for everybody, but, you know, two hot dogs on a paper plate, 53 seconds in the microwave, you got supper. So, I mean, that's how I like to live. That's fair. That's fair. It's just not my thing. No, that's cool. Uh, What about spam? But, I mean, I feel like I've had spam once or twice. Not opposed to it. I just don't get after it. Yeah, that's fair. Right, um, I would fuck with it. Right, if somebody was like, "Hey, we're doing some spam and okay. some some like," that, I'd be like, "All right, I'm down. I'll yeah, try it. No, I'll make you um, some fried fried spam sandwiches. It's so good, dude. It's so. good. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Right, like I'll I fuck with bologna. That was I my would. next question. Right, yeah. um, it's just a hot dog is a weird thing as far as like deli meats. I will eat a deli meat, right? Yeah. It, and it's just something about like being raised on it. Right. right, like being raised on a sandwich, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, and so like ham to me is like a cut of meat, pork chop, steak, burnt. You know, it just feels like it should be warm, and it breaks my, it melts my mind if it's cold. That's fair. I'm with it. I got a lot of weird food issues, man. And I don't think we want to dive into this. I mean, it's not where I thought the first 10 minutes of this podcast were going, but I'm glad we're here, if I'm being honest. Hopefully people find it entertaining. No, they do. That's the thing. I mean, that's part of the, one of the things I was going to talk to you about because we had text about it. Pretty wild that people love to listen to us talk, isn't it? Isn't it weird to hear that? I mean, that's gonna, that was something I was going to throw to you. Yes, it is so strange hearing people that you have on, like, reference conversations we're having. Obviously, it feels like when we're doing this, like, we're just, we're FaceTiming. Right. Having a conversation just feels like two guys hanging out, shooting shit. Yeah. And then you realize, okay, yeah, I guess people are listening to this. Right. Maybe I I should stop swearing so much. No, fuck it. I definitely have raised the fuck quotient of your podcast ratio, whatever that may be. But it's when I'm on, it's it it's goes up. through the roof. Yeah, I mean, I think we we are two heavy users of fuck yeah. too. I mean, so uh, it's, it's just, just a, a word. Thing. It is. It is. It is made up like any other word. Correct. A lot of lot of lot of uses though. That's why I like it. Noun, verb, adjective. It, it's everything. Versatile. Right. It's a versatile. Very, very. But what do you, like, so how do you feel about that, right? Like, how do you feel, like, when people talk to you about the shows? You know, I mean, I text you every week, like, this is awesome, blah, 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 right? right. But yeah, how do you feel about it? I think it's cool. I mean, it's cool. Uh, The best part is when, 
people that I haven't talked to in a long time or ever reach out. And there's been a couple of like people that I have not thought about in 15 years send a message or, you know, and they just like, hey, I just want to let you know, I think the podcast is awesome and I enjoy listening. It's been so much fun. And I can't thank those people enough because they take at least an hour out of their day every week to listen, right. you know, like that's that's huge. And I appreciate that. And I'm sure there's more people than I even know that listen. But it is wild. I mean, it it not that it started as a joke and here we are 18 episodes in, but it was just kind of like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to try it. Right. Because you got to try everything. And. That's how I roll, at least, is I like to, you know, see what happens. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, holy shit, this has been really fun. And, like, my grandma texted me the other day, and she's like, the different people you've been able to connect with is incredible. And, like, that's what's fun is so, hey, guys, how's it going? A couple guys just checking out my podcast through the window. Um, But uh, so uh, just gave him a little wave. But no, it it it's been so much fun, and I enjoy it a ton. Um, it's fun to hear, like you know, that people, especially like us, like this is our what fourth or fifth time we've done this. It's been yeah, a couple, fourth. yeah, yep. So for people to be like, man, I love to listen to you and Jeff talk shit. Like that's funny because this is what we would be doing if it was just us playing video games together. Right? right, like we just totally. have these dumb talks, and now we're recording them for the public. So I mean, that's yeah. wild, but no, it's uh, it's been fun. Uh, it's really cool to hear people reach out and listen and tell me how much they enjoyed it, and that's what makes it worth it. You know, whether we ever get that Bushlight sponsor or not, like that's that's worth it. They'll that, come, they'll come around for, for sure. sure. We just keep talking about it, keep drinking it, eventually. and they haven't said no. Everybody else, big time that there I've reached go. out to, has said no. So there you go. So of your episodes, yeah. right? Um, it's a question I get asked a lot professionally: like, how do we stack up? What's what? Yeah, you know, everybody wants to be compared to something else, right? And so, as a parent, people ask you, which you do get asked a lot, like, which child is like your favorite, right? As weird of a concept that is. And I know all of these podcasts are your babies, right? And you love them all the same. Yeah. Um, So I'm not going to say like, which one do you, do you love? But like, if you had to like, kind of like put some adjectives or like verbs on them, like which one did you have the most fun doing? Which one were you most surprised by? Which one, you know, did you kind of feel like, man, that did not turn out how I wanted it to like, what are your kind of general thoughts on some of the episodes you've put out so far? Uh, well, that's, I mean, <clears throat> well, first off, I'll say that, not that it's my favorite, but our first one was the biggest one that I did. Because it broke me out of, well, one, I've never done a podcast before, so I had no fucking idea what I was doing, right? Sure. Yeah. So I, I felt comfortable cutting you off, though. Mm-hmm. Right, because we talk all the time, and so I know I can interject when you're talking, right? And it's not interrupting. But if you listen to like the first couple episodes before you come on, everybody says a million words, and then I interject, and that's right. fine, and they're good episodes. But it, it's part of the learning curve, and I think sure. you know I I'm glad that it worked out the way it did, but um, I'd like to like almost redo those episodes now that I 
know how to talk, I guess, a little bit, yeah. right? or how it works and how it sounds. Um, but I mean, I think there's been a ton. I, I, I don't know that I would change anything. I think when I leave sometimes, especially when it's people that I don't like necessarily know that I'm going to get to talk to again, I, I wish like, Oh, I wish I would ask that. And that's why I quit writing notes down. So now sure. I don't come in with any questions. Like I'll do a little bit of research, especially if it's somebody I don't know, but I don't write notes down anymore. Cause I just want it to be a conversation. Cause that's, I would yeah. leave and then I'd be bummed. And then the podcast was good. And then like, at first I really wanted them all to be an hour. Well, it could be an hour long, but it could suck, you know? So I think it's just been mm-hmm. a lot of learning curves, but these have, I mean, ours are always fun. I know people really enjoy them because, you know, like Ton's dad even said, like he didn't, you know, know these stories about me. And then people are sure. like, you're so much more yourself and relaxed and people like it because it's funny and we're just being us. So being idiots, right? Yeah. That's fun. I mean, that's how I felt like with you and then Bart and Matthews because they're it, Taylor's just close friends, you know, like guys that I've known for a while, people that I've known for a while. I think the most yeah. surprising one was the first Bob the Psychic thing. Um, just because there's a lot of feedback on that. People reached out. People were, like, mind-blown by that stuff. I mean, so. Like, positively, negatively? Both. I mean, both, Like yeah. right? Like, when I told you that he was going to be on before people knew, we were, like, kind of, like, skeptical, right? Like, I think that's Oh, yeah, fair. I was, like, full-on attack mode. Yeah, yeah, that's what, and then I was like, well, we can't do that because he's given us his time. And I poked fun. I made my jokes. Absolutely. And he was cool with it. He was comfortable. And yeah. when the live part comes out, and I don't know how we're going to do that yet. I mean, it's probably like 15 minutes. But I even made jokes at that because I had him on during the live. Mm-hmm. And it was funny, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I think a lot of people, because I think that's the, something that people are interested in or curious about, right? I feel like that's one thing that everybody has an opinion on, good, bad, or other, is what do you think sure. about psychics and mediums? People are like... Well, there's not a lot of people who are indifferent. I think people are like, I think it's real or I think it's bullshit. Right. So for people to listen and then, yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think it it was just wild. The people that reached out and had questions or comments about that episode. So, uh, there's a loose link to religious themes in there. Correct. Right. So that's, you know, obviously a hot button, red panic button, whatever you want to call it, topic that, you know, people generally try to stray away from for a variety of reasons, right? Like there's no, like you said, ambivalence towards that stuff. Correct. Generally. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I thought all things considered, I, I was entertained by that episode, which look like for me, that's all I fucking care about. Right. Right. Like. I can be entertained by someone having just a train wreck of a conversation with someone at the same time. Correct. Right. It's just going so poorly that you can't help but laugh. Yeah. Um, But then you can also have like, you can be crazily entertained by, you know, like, look, like I, I, I loved your wrist Parker show. I've heard a lot of positive things on that. And that's, that was, as a guy of my age growing up uh, in the time I did when, when bullying was still a full on 
fucking thing right, right that we dealt with every day um and, you know like hearing him and you like we've had these conversations and like maybe it's just like people of your generation um it's super cool to see like guys supporting other guys right um because i feel like for most of my like life everything's always uh I was using, I mean, like everything's a dick measuring contest, right? How fast are you? How strong are you? How, you know, what's your car? How, how far do you hit a ball? How any, everything. And that's generally true with guys. Yes. Right. It's just to a lesser degree with you all, right? Like you, you, Mm. it feels like there's still a lot of support. Not that my friends don't support me. They would support me in anything I did, but it's not as open. Yeah. I think that's a, I mean, a stigma thing too, um, you know. I, there's just a lot of things. I mean, I'm not that you weren't supposed to or aren't, but I think you know some of the people that I thought would be most supportive when I did started this have never said a thing about it or shared it. You know, like tried to help me grow it, and that's fine. Sure. That's not what I'm doing it for, but it's just kind of like. In that same sense, you really like okay, who's on your team, you know? And right. that's that's the that was a big thing that I kind of took away, like you know, listening back because like Riss talked about all his boys, obviously being in South Dakota, and that's you know kind of how I feel like all my boys are back home, and like that week we got us, you know, mm-hmm. we were home. It was fun to see everybody, and we packed it all in. But yeah, it's just wild to to think about that, you know. Now that you bring it up, it's like. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people vocally support their friends as men, I think, personally. Yeah. Do you think, do you agree with that? Like, I mean. For sure. It's just, it is a wild thing now that you bring it up. And, like, I've, I want to see everybody win, dude. Especially my close friends, dude. That's all I want. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's the best shit. Is to all right. to all kill it together, right? Not yeah. No friend left behind. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So so like his just his outlook and and then like the conversation that you guys were having and you know the back and forth was very you know let's find our pe- it was just it was a it was an inspiring podcast from a from a you know, from 30,000 feet away. Right. right. And so like, I think anybody who would listen to that. Like it was almost like it was a Ted talk. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically. Right. Like if you chopped that up and put it on like LinkedIn professionals would have, would share some of that insight into things. And it's, it was just awesome. I, I truly enjoyed it. And then obviously I, I loved, you know, like hearing you talk with the, with the guys that, you know, you coached with, 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 Bar, you know, yep. Bardo, Woody, Yep. All that, right? Like that was that was super exciting. And obviously, like I've reached out, I've reached out to them now, right? And just been like, great episode. Like that was funny, you know. Yeah. Giving giving them shit about their jersey takes or yeah, that's their funny. their takes on my takes, right? Like right. It, it was fun, right? Because they're just like they're just dudes, yeah. Right? That you you could get into it with because yeah, you just know, like all right, you know him, you're cool with me. Yeah, yeah, if you're cool with him, I'm cool with you. you right. Know? So that was fun. Now, it, those are fun. And I think the biggest thing is like, okay, and as the podcast grows, like, no offense, but like, I hope that the guests get bigger, right? So, like, when I had yeah. Luis on, 
I was so nervous and so excited at the same time. Like he, you know, he opens up for Brian Callen all the time. And I'd seen, I've paid money to see him twice. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. And then, you know, like Riss, he sings the theme song to the show. Right. And, like I reached out as a fan, you know, and I mm-hmm. knew that your brother knew him and those guys knew him, but I was reaching out as a fan to see if I could use this music for my podcast. And yeah. then for him to say like, oh, that means so much. But I think. It's really, and I talked about it in that episode, how it's unlocked me is, so do you know who Robert Kiyosaki is at all? Rich Dad, Poor Dad is his big book. You ever heard of that? Mm, No. Okay. Uh, So we did that live episode, and that day was the Arizona primaries down here, Mm -hmm. and uh, at Social Tap, they were having, for somebody who ran for attorney general, uh, was having his party there, right? And I went to the bathroom and I I saw who I thought was Robert Kiyosaki. And I've seen like his like Instagram videos and stuff of him. You know, uh, it's it's like motivational stuff. It's yeah. all it is. He's a very successful human. And I then he came outside and people were coming up to him and like, hey, can we take a picture? And I was like, okay, this is a thousand percent him. So right. I went up and I said, Robert. I enjoy your videos. Um, I said, I know you're very influential. I said, I'm going to send you an Instagram message. I host a small podcast. It would be absolutely incredible if you could come on. And he said, reach out, get a hold of Sarah. I'd love to work something out. But it was just like five months ago, I would have been shit in my pants going up to talk to that guy. And now I've like totally unlocked, like, this is just a human. Okay. What's Uh he going to say? No. Yeah. Okay. He might. Oh well, it it we still he hasn't done it yet, so we don't know. But I mean, the people right. coming up, like I'm not trying to spoil anything, but you got to shoot your shot every time, absolutely. And you just got to treat people like people, and they love to tell their story. So I think that's been the biggest thing is it's helped me even be more outgoing and just I guess be more comfortable with myself. Like I belong here. I belong to have conversations with these people. I belong. I I'm able to talk to these people because they're people. Yeah. Absolutely. So, long way about it. That's uh, not to tag any episode as my favorite or whatever, but that's that's where I'm at with this, I guess. Yeah, so. which is great, man. It's been it's been a pleasure, right? To and super fun. Fuck pleasure. It's been a lot of fun to like listen to it grow, right? This is yeah. a craft. It's a craft. Yeah. Right. And, you, and, and wrist touched on it a little bit, right. That you just got to start putting in work, right. Yeah. From, from reaching out to people you want to, that you want to have on just like, I mean, just like in sales, right. Like yep. nobody bats a thousand. No. Right. And not all deals close, right. Not everybody's going to answer the phone, but you got to call 10 to get two on. Right. And you got to, right. You got to get 10 on to close three, right? Like whatever your hit rate is. And it's the same in this. It's a, it just requires work. And the more work you put into it, the more you do things like this, the more you have, you know, just good conversations, people, because eventually it's going to get to a point where they're going to, they'll have a publicist. Yeah. Who's going to listen to these episodes, right? And start to say, okay, it's this guy. Who the fuck is this? Right. Right. And, and they're going to hear like these good conversations, these, things that don't feel forced that, you know, just allow whoever your guest is to, 
really share what they want, right? Like right. guide it. Yeah. And, and like interviewing is, I mean, there's a reason Howard Stern is who Howard Stern is. And right. It's not because he was raunchy. No. Like listen to him interview people. He's fucking incredible. Same with Oprah. Right. right? She's, she's who she is. Not because she gives away cars. She had to work her way to that point. Yeah, like that was flashy and it gets attention, but right. you know she had Jordan crying on stage before she was giving away cars to an audience. Right, right. So you know there, there. It's it's a craft that you're going to continue to get better at, which is exciting for me as as a fan and a friend of yours. Yeah. Um, so you know, keep it up. Obviously, I appreciate right? but that. Like, yeah. So getting back to your original question, like hearing people talk about us and or the conversations we've had from your perspective questions you wish you'd asked, are there any that are like hanging out there that like, man, I want to talk to this person again. Um, I mean, not like off the cuff, I guess. I, I mean, it was cool to have Bob back on and do that live. Cause he did the tarot card reading and, like, I'm not trying to give anything away, but he talks about, like, all these, like, things of success that are supposed to be coming. And I think in life, you can, if you're into that stuff, which hopefully you are, or hopefully you aren't, I don't care, but um, hopefully you find it interesting, I guess. But I feel like you could sit there then, like, Bob could tell me, like, oh, all this good shit's going to happen. And I could cho- totally change my mentality and be like, well, Bob said good things are coming, dude. I'm going to kick my feet up and we're going to hang out. Right. But I've always been a person of like, okay, manifest your own shit. Work hard, right? You want something, go do it, go take it. So, I mean, it's not like, yeah, I mean, it's not like, oh, I think I left with the first time with questions because like he, you know, he talked about who, or he kept saying they're saying like, who, who is saying that, you know? Yeah. Those are the kind of questions I leave with, but to have him back on, I guess, gave a little closure and then. You know, but it's just all, and that's why I was glad then I followed up with Riss after that because it's like, oh, you want something, work hard. You know, that's all it comes yeah. down to. So, just fucking baller. Nobody cares, work harder. It's great. Uh, it's a great. Well, we're over those pictures that people used to hang on their wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like the, big, right? Yeah, and with the American picture. Eagle. Yeah, right. yeah. Of the mountain climber, motivation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those no, are the It's best. called I'm scared to shitless. I don't want to fall. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Persevere. Um, no, dude. So uh, we almost <clears throat> had a hot take, and I'm going to steer this a little bit, and I shut you down because we were kind of getting into it when we started talking about it. <clears throat> Tell me what you think about the moon landing. Uh, <clears throat> well, with a hot take, I mean, I guess I'm just a naive little simpleton who thinks it happened. Yeah, I guess. Like, let's hear, like, like I, people need to hear why, you, where you're at first. Sure. So, uh, fire away. Yeah. Like to be off the cuff, I just want everybody that doesn't know me to know that I'm big America lover, right? Like I'm pretty vocal about it. Uh, think we're the best at just about anything. I, I know people can put up fights, but I, I love being here. I'm proud to be here and thankful for everything that I get to do. But one thing I don't think is true is, is the 1969 moon landing. And there's a couple couple things out there that just make me question it. Number one, who set the camera up on the moon 
to watch them walk out of the spaceship. Who was there? Who was there to set that camera up? Right, a little, a little fishy, uh, you know. Uh, that's number. That's that's the first thing. Number two, the video quality in 1969 on the moon, incredible, incredible. That was 1080p before anybody knew what that was. Okay, and then my last bit of this is bullshit is that you can still lose cell service places in 2022. And you're telling me, like right, right now, every once in a while, you're on FaceTime, for those who don't know, you get a little choppy, right? It's 2022, you're 1,500 miles away, we got Wi-Fi. So in 1969, they had unbelievable connection from Houston, Texan to Texas to the moon? I don't mm-hmm. think so. Okay, so... So what's in the way between Houston and the moon? Okay, but the the fact that the answer the question, man. Yeah, there's probably nothing, right? I there's get nothing it. in the way. Yeah, but there's between Houston and the moon. But if you bounce, I mean, everything bounces off a satellite, right? So, like, let's just say I'm in Ceylon, Minnesota, trying to call Fairmont. I can't. What's in the way? Nothing. Flatland. From the ping from the tower to me, there's no reason that doesn't work. But you can call from the moon to Houston in 1969. Yeah, I guess I'm a I'm a simpleton who believes. I'm not in saying that. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I have. I'm not a conspiracy theorist on anything. Like people do, like the 911s. I think it's bullshit. Okay, but I that just. I mean. It doesn't add up. Okay. Okay. Hey, like you're you're entitled to your opinion. That's I fine. mean it's wrong. Yeah, I knew that you're was entitled to it. <laughs> you're entitled to it for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's a thing called boom arms that can stick off of the lunar lander that you know you know, we, we have selfie sticks now, right? Like how did how did I take my own photo from eight feet away? It's called a selfie stick. It's not hard. Like those things exist but they didn't in 1969 yes, they did all of our so all of our technology evolved from the military and nasa right 100 percent. yeah they developed it first right okay so i'm just you think it took <laughs> <laughs> i mean when was the first facetime you know Oh fuck! I don't know, Ben. Okay, I'm just saying, dude. Like that's basically six years ago. Okay, but that's basically what they did from the fucking moon, Jeff. That just. But it wasn't live. Like I don't feel like that was live. There was definitely a delay. It's just being beamed down, just like, just like at that time, television was beamed around the world. Technology existed. Yeah, I don't know. Dude. It just makes more sense to me. <laughs> When it's on Earth, and like we had satellites that moved television signal around the planet so people could watch the Super Bowl or the World Series, and like radio communication existed. Yeah, but that was, yeah, I mean, I get it, I understand what you're trying to do. I've made up my mind. <laughs> And I'll die on that. And I, I know don't that you're here opposing opinion. Yeah, no, no, just it's kidding. fine. Uh, but no, I just thought that was extremely funny because we, I don't even know how the hell we got there that night. And I was like, I, nope, so we're not I was talking watching about a show, or I am watching a show. 
called For All Mankind. And I told you, it's essentially like an alternate history where if Russia oh, yeah. landed on the moon first. Yeah. Right? And I was I was explaining it to you, and you're like, I don't think we landed on the moon. And I, and I, immediately, I was like, what? And you're like, don't, don't say another word, Jeff. I'm saving this shit for a podcast. I was like, all right, man. It's classic. I mean. It's good shit. It's yeah, good dude. shit. I don't know. It's wild for sure, but I do think it's strange we haven't been back. That's that's another piece of it for me. If I mean, if we got so there, we didn't go back. We just haven't gone back recently, right? So why why don't we? I don't know. Right, like we explore or we mine the shit out of everything around us, right? Why didn't we go up there and figure out what fuck that thing's made of? Yeah. Right? Like, is there stuff in there that might help us? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, Ben. I'm not either. But then sometimes we talk, and I'm like, we should be making bigger decisions than we are. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Like, I don't want any responsibility. I just want to tell people, like, hey, you should look into that more. We should mine more of that. Yeah, mine the moon. I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the movie. It's based off true events called Armageddon. Um, ben Affleck, a couple other guys. Yeah, 100% true. Yeah, that is true. Saved the earth. So by yeah. drilling. I think we got to go drill on the moon. Bring gas yep. prices down. What if there's you untapped might. oil on the moon? Maybe, that, well, maybe it's not oil. Right, even better. Like, what if there's something else up there that, like, is crazy? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? I don't know. What's the what's the what's in the middle of the moon? We don't know. Is it cheese? Right. People think that for some reason. <laughs> I think I we could go on, on that tangent too, is the things that people do believe. And it's like, no. Mm. Flat earthers, they're one. Yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna get uh canceled. Well we can but we can't because we don't care. Yeah, I know, but I can't get fired, which I don't want to do that. That's so. true. That's fair. That's a fair. Uh, that's fair. But yeah, I, there's a lot of things that people do believe or don't. <clears throat> space that yeah. uh, I I really w- would love to take some time one day and yeah, eviscerate. Yeah, <laughs> no, verbally, that, verbally. That's... I'm not a violent person anymore. Right. That's fair. Like wearing a jersey as an adult. Yeah. Now you're not yeah, a fan. an issue with that, right? And there have been some comments on that. And and, and look, so I'm going to clarify a couple takes I've had. Yeah, please do. Okay. And I'd love your feedback. Okay. All right. Uh, my son's eight. Shout out, Dad. He wears a jersey. He wears jerseys. I respect the shit out of that, man. They're your idols. You look up to them. You want to be just like them. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, high school girlfriends. Can wear jerseys. Homecoming. Right. You know, you're supporting your supporting your man or woman. I don't know. Whatever. Um whatever you do, um go for it. Hey PS time out. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna save I'm gonna table my question, but you go ahead. All right. Adult men. Yeah. I just sorry. You're never gonna convince me that it's like a normal behavior. When you're older than someone to walk around in their work uniform, right? You don't, you don't put on a batting helmet and go to the fucking game. Well, you don't put on might. batting gloves. <laughs> People who wear gloves, I like, I'll 
like I got an issue with that if you're an adult as well. Yeah, that's always right that's now. been one for a long time for me is the bringing yeah. your your glove to the ballpark as an adult. That like no, use your fucking bare hand. Be a man, or your face. I don't care. Or your beer cup because right. you're gonna get yeah, on Sports perfect. Center. Your hat. There's a lot of options other time. than a baseball mitt. You're not playing. Yeah. Um, but there's an exception to older men wearing jerseys, in my opinion, or not wearing, but older men owning jerseys. Yeah. Like you want to frame it. You want to hang it on a wall. It's autographed. Cool. Go for it, man. Like I ain't got any fucking problem with that. That's cool. I'm with that. But you just, you just walking around fucking Costco. Who was it? Who'd you see? Dude, Nick Bosa was at Costco on yeah, Saturday. You're walking around wearing a Nick Bosa jersey uh, in the in the Scottsdale area Costco on a like, Saturday. Got to reevaluate life choices. Yeah. at that point. I mean, in my opinion, I saw Devonte Adams, Raiders Devonte Adams at uh, Siena Agaves that night too. I sent you that, <clears throat> and that's probably been my favorite thing we've done since. That pod is that every time we see a jersey, we take a picture of it and we, oh my God, so and so is here. So if you do that, send that in. Uh, we might have to make a montage of all yeah. of the athletes you see out and about. Uh, I mean, it's it's wild. I saw KG at the Anoka County Demolition Derby yeah, the other day. You did, and he you had a shoot. Or no, that. wasn't it cat? Because he had a shooting oh, no, yeah, sleeve on. Yeah, it was a cat with a shooting sleeve on. At, at the demo derby, demo derby, dude, that's Good dedication. Plan, he knew he had to go to the demo derby, probably some PR thing, and then he had to do probably a three-on-three tournament at the Anoka he was County. Definitely Fair. practicing either yeah. before or after. Right. Time's tight. I don't yeah. know how it works for these superstar athletes, but crazy that he would fit in the Anoka County. Demo Derby into his schedule. But good on him. That's, that's what I thought. I mean, how else are people supposed to know your fans, you know? Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, there's no way a seven foot tall human being who wear, weighs like 300 pounds uh, probably would have been the only African-American person there. <laughs> At the Anoka County Demo um, Derby? There's no other way people would have known who it was. <clears throat> no. He would have had to wear his jersey, dude. Yep. Yep. What were you going to ask me? Okay, well, a couple things now. But first off, you're talking about like your girlfriend wearing your jersey. Yeah. Let's open the yearbook. Who wore Jeff's jersey in high school? Oh. <laughs> a couple ladies. Nice. I'll just leave it at that. To right? be like, named later? Dude. What's that? To be named later? No, nah, I mean... Obviously, I know who they are. My friends know who they are. I don't know. They, I don't know if they've agreed to be put out here like this. Uh, I just so, asked you who wore your jersey in high school. I didn't ask you to release their medical yeah, records. Well, this no, isn't a I mean, HIPAA like, violation. Man, like I, I was a, uh, yeah, I was a. Uh, Got uh, I had a couple people wear jerseys. I'll just put it that way. Okay, good on you, dude. Throughout my life, throughout my career, good on you. That's solid. So. They were, uh, yeah, and sometimes it was just friends, if I'm being honest. Like, sometimes, like, your girlfriend would, whatever. But that was all. I, I Did you, that was a thing in Fairmont when you were in high school, right? The wearing of the jerseys? Homecoming week. Yeah. Yeah, like senior day photo, right? Like, all oh, the yeah. seniors wore black, but the girls are wearing their jerseys. Yeah. Ish. 
Yeah, we took ours late, uh, the senior year picture. Uh, okay. Your brother wore his jersey because he was number 10 and Richie was number 20. So then they sat next to each other, 2010, in the front row. It was real cute. Cute. <laughs> so I remember that. God damn it, Justin. <laughs> How about saying no, dude? Uh, yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm out. Maybe have this female or other human male wear my jersey. Yeah, just maybe right on your shirt, you know, 2010. Yeah, 2010, yeah. Or we don't, I mean, everybody could have figured it out in the yearbook. I mean, oh, I don't think anybody's ever opened the yearbook and been like, I wonder when these guys graduated. I think they probably do. Like, oh, it's the seniors. It's, it's written in a couple mm-hmm. pla- other places. Yeah. Like one or two, generally right. on the cover, the binding, right. uh, the front page, um, and really every other page in the bottom left or right hand corner. Yeah, says uh, twenty ten yeah. or twenty eleven, whatever year you graduated. We did it was ten, so everything probably said oh nine ten, oh nine dash ten. You know, which is dumb. You graduated <laughs> in ten. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, but no, that's. Uh, I mean, I just was curious. I didn't know if you remembered. It's been a long time. So. But I remember a couple of them. Clearly, you do remember, so that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, high school, right? Like, how, who do you, how do you not remember like your high school uh, girlfriends, crushes, whatever oh. you want to call it? I think like, they're like some of your firsts. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, everything you do, I shouldn't not for everybody, but you usually knock out all those firsts in high school, right? Right. I yeah, never. So it's tough to forget. I never drank in high school, but I know people that did. Did did. Um, mm-hmm. Just kidding, we did. Um, but yeah, man, I think it's just a funny thing to talk about sometimes because, like, <clears throat> I mean, even now for us, it's been twelve years, which is wild, right? Time flies. I think that's the thing yeah. you start to realize real quick. Is it's like, holy shit, that was twelve years ago. But uh, just like the dumb shit we do did, and I have this <clears throat> stupid memory on me. Where I just will remember, like, the wildest things, like, to the detail. And I, like, I don't know why I'm like that. I It's probably some form of, like, autism or something. But it's an incredible skill, and I'm thankful for it. But it, it's also really embarrassing to look back and be like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe that was a thing. Like, why was that a thing? Why did we do that? Yeah. You know? What about, like your mid 20s do you have the same reverence for that yeah like well and i I don't mean i don't mean like do you remember it right but do you have the same reverence right because i feel like when my friends that are my that i graduated with when we get together we tell way more stories from 16 to 21 than we do from 25 to 32 Yeah, I mean, I think also my group of friends is also extremely different and your group of friends. We've talked about that before where you're close with a bunch of guys you went to high school with and I am as well. And I don't think that's very common in a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm thankful for that. But then I think when you get older, you just start mixing in other people. Right. Whether it's people you met in college or people that moved to town, whatever it is. Right. You you meet new friends. And so then it's kind of like those stories fall off. But I mean, like, you know, when we go home, it's something that Ton hates is like telling all those stories because she can't participate. Right. Right. She has no idea what the hell we're talking about. And she's you know, right. it's just not fun, which I understand. Um, but it's also like the Dutch bingo thing, you know, like my dad was playing with you. Like you remember Jerry Solosky. 
No, never heard of him. <laughs> he graduated in 1967. <laughs> but uh, your dad thought I was 800 years old. I don't. Did I ask or did Justin? I think I asked. I was like, Dad, how old do you think Jeff is? Like, yeah, you did. Yeah, I was like, my dad was born in 1964, so he's 57 years old right now, about to be 58. And yeah, he thought you guys. I mean, you're probably a couple years apart in high school, is what I think he thought. Which that was, was how he was telling stories. Yeah, it was. Hilarious. I don't know. Maybe my like version of myself is wildly distorted, but I don't think I look incredibly old. No, you don't at all. That's why it was hilarious. <laughs> okay, thank you. It's so thank you. That whole thing was so funny. Uh, yeah, no, that was. And I have a brother who's best friends with you. Right. Right. And he's your dad, and he thought I was your age. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, we know that Justin was an oops, but it, what was the gap that my dad thought that was? Right, right. Do you think Rod years. and Deb were 70 when he pushed Justin out? Like, Jesus. You know, what? So, now that was hilarious, but. I was like trying to be. I was like, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know who that is. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Never heard that name. Like, before. I don't know where to go here, man. That's without being rude. No, that was hilarious. It was funny. Um, I was going to ask you to do something today, and I don't know if you want to share it or not. But you think you could tell me that story about um, the dog at your birthday party down here? Uh, sure. I mean, my dad can't get canceled. Yeah. Shout out to go. So, uh, no, yeah, it just, it just makes me laugh. And I, I, I felt like I wanted, I want the world to know that story because it's good. God, listen, if you don't want to, you don't have to. No, I'll tell it. I don't give a shit. I've told everybody that I know it and my mom will tell it. My sister, you know, anybody who saw it will tell it. Um, so my dad had like a very love hate relationship with dogs throughout his life. I feel like, um, and I've got a ton of them, but at my what 11th birthday, I was still living in Arizona. We had these two lost opsos or lost opsos. I'm probably saying it wrong. One was gizmo. One was pandy gizmo was the oldest one. And he was actually pandy's dad. Um, he fucking hated everybody when he first met them and had to bite everyone he knew. And then he was cool with you. Now, now again, like as an adult, you realize like these dogs are like the size of a foot. Right. Right. And like I was a kid, you know, so they were kind of like bigger to me, but you know, they're, they're 15 pound, you know, fucking purse puppies essentially with long hair and you know they're for show i don't know why we had them it's like so unlike my dad but we had them and so he bit everybody including me him everybody in the family got bit all my friends pandy was the fucking idiot she barked a fire hydrant she ran under a moving bike like these dogs were train wrecks of epic proportions and so i it's my 11th birthday party I don't know it. It's my going to be my last birthday party in Arizona. Okay. Um, we are moving shortly thereafter up to Fairmont, Minnesota. Um, but I don't know it. And it's honestly like the last birthday party I had. 
like the like a last official birthday party. Yeah. And so all my friends are coming over. We got a pool in the backyard. We're just going to swim and, you know, play and eat cake, do all that shit. And one of my neighbors, um, his name was Joe. He was a fucking great kid. I, you know, grew up with him. Sad, like very sadly, he had a stroke when he was like 10. And when he had that stroke, like the left half of his body was paralyzed. And so if you know anybody who's ever been through that, they clearly walk differently and their body does not move in the same fashion uh, as someone who is not disabled. He dragged his foot. Right. And his arm would raise uncontrollably. And yeah, so it just was what it was. He was still Joe inside there. Right. Like we knew that. And, but he hadn't been over to my house since this had occurred. Sure. Understandably. Right. Like he went through a ton of rehab and all this shit. Yeah. He had been bit by gizmo before. (laughs) Right. So he comes over. Um, all my friends are there. Like everybody's there. The party is in full swing. Gizzy has bit everybody at some point already. Um, Joe comes out into the backyard and, um, yeah, he's never seen Joe like he is. So I'm assuming the dog thought he was a different person and he bit his leg, uh, that he couldn't move like the other one. And my dad lost his shit. He had a temper that rivaled fucking anybody you can you can imagine. He grabs Gizzy by the back of the neck, picks him up, uh, and, and I bet he's ten feet from the pool. Picks him up, and I mean he just he just fucking punts him a solid fifteen twenty feet into the middle of the pool with fifteen of my friends, their parents, every like everybody's watching this and it's like, Holy shit, dad. Uh, obviously we were like taken aback. The dog just bit one of my friends. My dad just grabs the dog. Like there was no words said. Right. He didn't say gizzy, knock it off. He just grabbed him. Right. And it happened to me throughout my life where my dad's like arm would come out of the fucking sky yeah. and he would just like prevent me from doing something or smack me on the side of the head or backhand my elbow off the table because you're not allowed to have your elbows on the table, Jeff. Right. And it's always so shocking. And it was the same. And it's like, he just came out of nowhere, grabs Gizzy. I mean, he gives him a little toss and then whack and Gizzy. You've seen Anchorman when Jack Black kicks Will Ferrell's dog off the bridge and it's just end over end spinning. That's what Gizzy was doing. And... (laughs) I, you know, I'm like, holy shit, I got it. Like he lands in the pool and he's struggling and I'm like, holy shit. And I go to make a move to, to like save the dog. (laughs) And my dad just puts his hand on my chest and I'm looking up at him and he's just staring at the dog. And I'm like, oh my God, like what's happening? And after like four seconds, he just lowers his hand and he just looks at me. He's like, you can get him now. I was like, Holy shit. Like, come on, dad. Like, in front of my friend. He didn't give a fuck. No. He didn't give a fuck at all. Uh, yeah, he he struggled to control his anger towards animals. Like, they just don't listen, understandably. They don't speak our language. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh. So my dad punted a dog 
20 yards into a pool at your 11th birthday at my at my 11th birthday and then made me watch as if it struggled <laughs> for air it just it cracks me up every time and for those like very different rod than i knew growing up he was a lot more mild right he'd get on us for sure there's times um mm-hmm. but to just like have that be a second nature thing of rot is mind blowing to me, and that story will forever be one of my favorites. That just cracks me up. So when my mom like, right, did I ever tell you about the Dalmatian? No. All right. Well, here's a, here's a new one. So <laughs> my mom is pregnant with my sister. They're living in Atlanta. Uh, my dad got a new car. You oh, I I do know, but keep yes, go. Go. My dad gets a new car, and he, my dad loved cars. Washed them every Saturday. I was allowed to help, but if I left like soap suds, not like it was, thing had to be pristine. No eating in the car. I mean, he loved his cars. They got this Dalmatian. My mom's like eight months pregnant. They had to go to the mall. For some reason, they have a dog in the car. They run into the mall. They come out, and this dog, I think his name was Andy. Dalmatian had essentially chewed up the headrests and my mom, she's a, she's five, four, but just looks like a bowling ball when she's pregnant because we, our family had massive children, ungodly big children for such a small woman. Yeah. Um, you know, I think my sister was, uh, 10 pounds, like 15 ounces. You know, I was 12, 13, Justin was 10, right? Like, we're just big kids. And so you were two foot woman, tall when you were born. Yeah, I was 24 inches tall. I yeah. broke two of my mom's ribs MBD. when I was in there. <laughs> Anyways, so my mom's just, like, essentially waddling around, like, God bless her, you know, for, for doing that. Um, but they come out, and Andy had chewed off the headrests of my dad's, like, new Buick or some shit. Mm-hmm. And as the story goes, per my mom... They're in a dark parking lot, and my dad has Andy by the scruff of the neck and essentially the ass and is ramming his head into the side of the car as people are coming by asking if she's okay. <laughs> she's, she's just like, yeah, it's okay. He's going to – he'll stop. <laughs> like, could you imagine – like, I love my dad, right? Like, he was great, but could you imagine that type of fucking behavior in public nowadays? No, Rob would be in jail. Oh, my God, that is so funny. Because it's just – it is not – like I said, it's just not the man we knew. Because by the time we were older, he was so much more milder. He'd been through it all right. with me. Yes. Right? And so Justin was like – yeah, he'll be fucking fine. Yeah. Realistically, I'm sure that's what, and like as a guy who was like as a guy with two kids, like I get it, man. When you go from, and you will figure this out or you'll find this out someday. When you go from wherever you're at in your life to like having kids and having these like, it's not responsibilities. Right. It's just, it's world like your world changes. Right. And yeah. I'm sure my dad, as many men did back then who didn't talk to anybody about anything and let alone his kids, um, he struggled with those changes, whatever they may be right. in his life. Right. Right. And, uh, but yeah, like fucking, what would you do if you saw that now? Like you'd call the oh, police. Dude, 
Well, one, everybody would record it. It would be yeah, all everybody over. video it. Yeah, it'd be all over in an hour. And, they, yep. you know, Rod would have been in jail, probably mm-hmm. prison, right? He would have been. I wouldn't have existed. No. Just would have been the worst person of all time if he would have been caught doing that, which is so comical to me. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it's a very different time. Uh, also, I mean, the people that probably make the biggest stink is PETA, right? And I, I mean, oh, I, hate, yeah. I hate PETA more yeah. than anything. So, but yeah, that's uh, so that was dad, man. That was, that was, those are some wild stories about my dad. Everybody loves those. And then I have a thousand of them from coaching, dude. Oh, like, dude, the times he's chewed your brother's ass, uh, he never would. I mean, that's the point. Like, he would never yell at us, but he'd yell at Justin. Oh, he yelled at me and my friends. Yes, the the friends thing got taken off. I think at some point, even though we all lived at your parents' house 90% of the time growing up, Rod realized these kids aren't mine. I don't have to yell at him. So I can yell at this one real fucking good. Oh, no, man. He, as the basketball coach, he went off, and I'll save those for, you know, another time. Uh, yeah, because we don't need to talk about my dad all goddamn day. But yeah, like it was, he's, he had a temper of like when I was growing up. And it's one of the weird things, like when I talk, like my wife had never met him. And, you know, I'm giving my wife like the rundown of my family. My mom's the sweetest person you'll ever meet. My dad's very like, you know, yeah. left, right, left, Jeff. You know, even though he wasn't in the military, like things have to be a certain way. And I was like giving her, you know, don't chew with your mouth open. Don't bite your silverware. Keep your elbows off the tape. You know, just very things have to be precise around my father. Um, you know, telling him about my brother, telling him about my sister, all this stuff. Right. And then she meets him and she's like, your dad's like the nicest guy I've ever met. Yeah. Like, well, okay. <laughs> it's not the dad I knew. Right. <laughs> you know, I get it. People change for sure. People change. Yeah. Yeah. So no, one of a kind. RIP. Yeah. One Big of a fucking kind. unit. The big, the big unit. unit. Uh, All my friends called him the big unit. He they looked did? like Randy Johnson. For those who didn't know him, he looked like Randy Johnson. Yeah, man, minus the mullet. Yeah, I mean, big he did stash. that stash was good. I mean, it was a legendary was a stash. Um, I grew one out two weeks ago, and everybody was like, "You look like your dad, dude." No, it's wild. Um, the Heinrich gene is the strongest gene I've ever seen in my life. Like just sitting here, <laughs> like sometimes, like now that you have a shaved face, Jax looks just like you, and he's eight. Right, yeah, he looks like a full grown man. He's eight years old. Um, yeah, there's no mistaking. I I beat the mailman over the fence for him. So yeah, it's wild. But uh, no, as we uh, wind down here, I think something that people have really enjoyed over the last couple is like our little countdown things. And I didn't prep you for this, um, but I can start if you need a minute. So we're just gonna do our top three biggest oh. pet peeves. Oh. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're going to have to start. Okay. I'm not prepared for Yeah, no, I this. know you're not. I, I I'm going to say something stupid. Yeah, so, okay, <laughs> number one, and it happened today, is, not, not even pet peeves, but things you hate, is when people are rude to restaurant workers. Mm. That just chaps my ass uh, real good, to be honest. Like, today I was at McDonald's getting a real nutritious lunch about 2 o'clock. And it was something I had to learn, but down here, they don't have a McChicken. That's not a thing. They just have hot and spicy down here. What? Yeah. No, it's wild. That's wild. I literally had to get one when we were home because I'm like, I just miss a regular ass McChicken. It's all hot and spicy. 
which are like limited time things uh, back home, right? So yep. the guy is in the checkout or like at the register and he's like yelling at the ladies like, ma'am, you have McChickens. And she's like, no, we don't. We have hot and spicies. And he's like, I don't want a hot and spicy. And he's just going off on this lady. And then somebody else in line was like, sir, that's not a thing in Arizona, at least down here. Um, but yeah, I remember the first time was when I was moving down here and we were driving and I stopped somewhere in New Mexico. And I was like, yeah, I'll get the two McChickens for two bucks. And they're like, no, we have hot and spicies. And I was like, what? And yeah, that's not a thing here. Mm -hmm. So, But yeah, don't be rude to restaurant workers. Probably the top one for me. You have one? Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. You want Uh, me to go now? Yeah, yeah, just I figured we just bounce. Okay, okay. Uh, Oh, man. I don't want to be known as like the fucking angry guy You're not. that hates everything. Cause I hate a lot. I, I don't want to say it. like a lot yeah. of things bug me. And honestly, I bet 90% of them are just based on the people. Yeah, for sure. That are doing them. Right. Um, but m- one of my number one pet peeves, um, is people who chew with their fucking mouth open. Oh, it's the worst. Dude. Um, I want to physically put your jaw at the back of your head. Yeah. If I can hear you fucking eat. Yeah. It is the mo- one of the most, dis- I would rather listen to somebody shit. I'd rather listen to somebody shit their pants on a hardwood floor than listen <laughs> to you chew food and fucking swallow it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. No, it's I'm your food. You. Chew it, swallow it, then let's fucking talk. Yep. I just, I cannot stand it. Yeah. It's a good one. And I've had some terrible experiences. One of my, I've had some friends who I'm not friends with anymore. Who because of that? Uh, it's led to it. Yeah. Because it just didn't, I mean, it, it, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I've, I've had people that I work with that I like bosses that I avoided going out to dinner with. Cause you knew that's how they would eat. Because I knew that's how they ate. And that's honestly, worse. like professionally, that probably wasn't good for me, right? Like, because I would just like dip. I'd, hey, we're all going to wherever. Nah, I'm good. I'm going to yeah. go back to my room and get some work done. Don't want right? to see and that you know, like, In a professional world, like, that's how things get done. It's just like when you're not working or that's right. how those connections are made. When you're not truly working and, like, you bond and, yep. you know, like you and Bart, right? Like, that's when those those things work right and like if, when one of you gets promoted like they bring the other along and i was just like yeah I'm, i know you're the fucking president but i'm good i cannot stand listening to you eat man i'm out yeah that's solid it's a real good one dude i like it's, <laughs> it's inherited from my father no i'm the same way um i would say my next one is when you go to a soap dispenser and it's empty Mm. And it does a, you know, like in a public restroom, mm-hmm. and it's empty. And then sure. to piggyback off that, when it's the like the automatic water, right? When it comes out, you know, you just put your hands under. When it's cold, when it's ice cold, mm-hmm. that drives me up a wall because I'm not, I'm not a clean freak, dude. I'm not. Grew up, True. you know, around them hog barns. I know. I mean, I know you got to get some diseases in you to live. Okay. You got to yeah. get some bacteria. Want to beat COVID? Lick a couple door handles. 
it'll get you through it. But that just drives me up a wall, dude, when it's cold because I'm like, I'm doing nothing right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's fire. I hate that. I hate automatic hand or the automatic uh, water dispensers. Yeah. They never fucking work. No, that's the worst thing. You look like a moron trying to put your hand yeah, on your 700 like, of them. You're what like, am I doing? Do I have to do a dance to yeah. get the fucking water? And then to turn the next on? guy comes on. up and he looks at you like you're a moron. He's just got his hands under his and it's just like, <laughs> I swear to God, Piss that's why a lot of dudes don't wash their hands. Yeah. Because the water doesn't fucking like come out normally, yeah. and like, look, it's our dick. That's that's uh, that's like, the other thing. You want to talk about a hill I'll die on? That's the cleanest part on me. If somebody's like, "Oh my god, you didn't wash it," I should. You should, as a man, I think you should wash your hands before you pee. Huh. I, I really take. believe that. I like that. Like, because yeah, I know I mean, that that's clean. Because that not well, exposed always, to anything, yeah. right? All day long. Yeah. No, it's just a thing I think about sometimes. Absolutely, not that I'm thinking right? about and penises, but you get what I'm saying, dude. Well, no, but I mean, it, I I totally get it, and I think every guy listening to this podcast does, and every girl who is listening to this is probably shaking their head. Unbelievable. We don't have to wipe it. it right, just comes out and falls out, and then we shake it, and it's gone, and that's it. Sorry. Yep. It's one of the many things we're we're grateful for that we get to deal with that you don't have to deal with and we're sorry you put up with a lot more than we do sorry about uh, it. sorry about it <laughs> but it's fine you know like i don't know yeah yeah so if the water doesn't fucking work like yeah that's a i that's a fair one man as far as the soap dispensers that's that's a good one too like the the one out of 10 times you decide to wash your hands and there's no soap come on well I'm a pig i'm a pig i'm a big public <laughs> bathroom user like, sure. I don't care. Like, I know there's people that can't go to the bathroom outside of their house. But we've talked about, you know, my BMs. And uh, I go to the bathroom a lot. Okay. And uh, sometimes you just got to use a public bathroom. And there's that, after that, I'll always wash my hands. And then it's just, like, irritating sure. when that shit happens. Right? You just feel gross. So mm-hmm. we'll leave it at that. That's fair. I'm sure That's fair. That. Ooh, all right. Oh, I mean, next for me is definitely going to be out of control parents Yeah, at sporting events, right? Yeah. And I know your boy Bart touched on it. And so I'm going to like do some clarification just like I did with the jerseys. Yeah. All right. Because he brought up, he brought up something that, yeah, I agree. I, I agree with him in, in some respect. Winning does matter. I, I fully subscribe to that concept in life right that uh, success breeds success positive energy brings positive energy like all those good vibes i get all that but there's a part of it where when a grown-ass human being and you were on this chain right like with one of our buddies he's he's at a flag football game for six-year-olds and he you know he's just essentially play by playing this fucking coach who's yelling at these kids and so if it's him or a parent yelling at a kid yeah. for not being fucking perfect or a ref, you know, the biggest of biggest fuck yous from me to you, yeah. right? And if you got a problem, I'll send you my fucking address or tell me where the next for game sure. you're going to fucking be at because <clears throat> they are children. Right. As last time I checked, um, I am not perfect. 
No. I make mistakes every day yeah. with my kids at work, driving, you name it, right? And I got plenty of years of experience on this earth. I made plenty of experiences playing sports at a collegiate level, at a high collegiate level. Yep. Let alone as a goddamn six-year-old who still sometimes shits their pants. Yeah. You're going to get on them because they miss a flag or they blow an assignment. Dude, they're six. Right. They're thinking about Pokemon or Paw Patrol or fucking, why, why is that dandelion over there? Yeah. They're not as married to it as you are. And if you are that invested in it, you need to take a step back and calm the fuck down. Right. They don't know what they're doing. Right. You're probably that invested because you weren't that good. Yeah, that's the hill I'll die on right and, there. And you don't know how how hard it is, right? Like you you also said something like there's, you know, people think they're a lot of men think they're great at two things, you know, working a grill and coaching football. And it's to me it's leading. Yeah. People think they're fucking good at leading. You are not. Yelling does not make you a good leader. No. No. Inspiring is what makes you a leader, right? Oh, I'm a leader because I'm a manager. No, you're not. You're a fucking checklist checker. That's right. all you are as a manager. Yeah. You're not leading people. There is a massive difference. Managers who are leaders become fucking directors and then fucking vice presidents and presidents in a short order. Right. Because the world lacks them. Correct. And so, you know, as, as a person sitting on the sideline or a coach or whatever – Calm the fuck down. Yeah. You ain't perfect. Don't expect your kid to be or a ref to be. Right. Crying out loud. Like even the pro refs get calls wrong. The reason instant replay exists. 100%. Chill out. Chill 100%. out. 100%. Yeah. Chill no. the fuck out. I'm glad you touched on that. Uh, I was also really glad Bart clarified because at first when he was saying that, I thought he was going another way. But then he just like, you know, he's like, I think the biggest frustration came from they were so much far less developed than other towns. Because other people's sure. kids start at five and in Fairmont, sure. they don't start till 10. Right. So that was a frustration. I get that. But I'm glad you touched on that because that was actually my last one. And then you, you brought up some good points. But this last year. I went to Hamilton versus Chandler, which is two schools in Chandler. They call it the Battle for Arizona Avenue. And at the time of the game, they were both ranked top 10 in the nation. And I think mm-hmm. Chandler was like two or three, and they hadn't lost a game in like three years. And yeah. it's littered. Fields littered with Division One talent, right? Like all the kids are going D1, big-time D1. And there's a dad behind me critiquing the Hamilton head coach. Wow. And I was like, you're kidding me. And he's just like, you're a moron. You're a moron. I couldn't believe that, dude. Like, here's a guy. I, I'm going to throw this out there. I guarantee, I bet that the Hamilton head coach makes $100,000 a year to coach football. Sure. Right? Yeah. So um, it's, uh, it's wild to me that that's a thing. Uh, that people do constantly. So I'm with you. I think that's a thing that has to change. Or we I, you send them addresses. I mean, people like, I think it's natural, right? That people, right? We do it in sports, right? How many conversations yeah. we have about Zimmer or what, right? Like those are, those are, and, and look, a hundred thousand dollars, nothing to, you know, wipe your ass. Like I'm, I'm not shitting on people who make that much money. Like that's right. a lot of money, right? If you don't make that, 
you'll get there. Um, and if you're getting paid that, like, yeah, you're, you are compensated, but like the professionals, we all do it to professional coaches. Why didn't you call a timeout? Right. Why'd you run that play? Like that's all they live. Yeah. That guy was also probably a teacher. He's got all sorts of shit in his life that he can't pay somebody else to take care of. And he's going to make mistakes. That's why he's coaching high school. Right. Right. Like even minus the highest levels of college, it's the same. Like they're like people have baggage. Yeah. And you know, this isn't what it's along that line. Um, you know, but you never know what someone else is carrying. Correct. Cut them from some fucking slack. Right. Adults, kids, Right. Whatever, right? Like, give me a McChicken. Yeah. Dude, a, we don't have it. B, you're like ruining someone's day over a McChicken. 30 cent chicken sandwich. Yeah. Calm down, man. Like, right. you need a hug. Right. No shit. <laughs> Who hurts you? Know, you? Yeah. Like, calm down, bro. Or lady. Yeah. No, it was a man. Whoever yeah. the fuck. But yeah, I'm with you. But, uh, no, well, uh, hey, brother, appreciate you. Yeah. uh, Glad we could do this again. Yeah, no, uh, you're a recurring guest, and we got some other things uh, coming up here soon. Um, But, yeah, I appreciate you a ton, Jeff. Love you, brother. Uh, You mean a ton to me. So thank you so much for doing this all the time when I need somebody. Uh, That's kind of another thing, you know, that's fun about this is, I get to a point where it's like, oh my gosh, I have nobody coming on, and then I book five guests in a day, and it's like, oh, the next awesome. month is filled out, right? So, uh, but yeah, a lot of good things has happened with this, and I appreciate you so much for helping me and always critiquing me, and um, I appreciate your honesty always, and uh, coming on here, I know people look forward to these episodes of us two just talking, so... Uh, we'll keep bringing them to the people until it's a until it's a thing that we do all the time together. They get tired of us, yeah. Until they say, you, you know what? Time, right? Until they say it's no good anymore. But uh, you thank go. you so much, Jeff. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, thank you to Absolutely, everybody. Man, happy to be here. You yeah. keep going. Thank keep you, killing it. Thanks, dog. Love you. Love, Love your you. work. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Keep it up, dog. Uh, thank you so much to everybody listening. Uh, like, comment, share, unsubscribe, subscribe again, rate five stars. Uh, send us a comment. Uh, comment on this one. Which one's your favorite podcast? Which one has been the episode that you've loved the most? And we'll start there. Uh, new oh. stuff coming all the time. Be sure to remember that we switched her up to Tuesdays. So every Tuesday we drop. And uh Thanks for listening. Appreciate y'all. Be good. The grass is gonna be green the way you water it, so I'ma water it, that's why they call me Riz. I'm a 90s baby, so naturally, throwback gem and they loving me, I'ma start a shit, bitch I'm harder with. A long left, no beard, but she can harden it, ain't no pause in this. Go and take a second, you can think of how I thought of this. I owe ladies hoes, cause I need all my chips, and I told them ain't no bagging wrist. Got a bag of tricks, taught them to cabin ships, cabin fitted so you know it ain't no cabin this. Bitch! Had to tell them don't forget. The grass is gonna be green the way you water it. Had to tell them don't forget. 
The grass is only green the way you water it. Time we had a slow jam, road jam. Come and get some old man, old man. We've been on our road, fam, go, fam. When they get salty, it's tough, fam. Gonna play a slow jam, road jam. Come and get some old man, old man. We've been on our road, fam, go, fam. When they get salty, it's tough, fam. Brother, you can bargain with, don't start it with. Cause wrist talk slick, got a PhD and arguing. Resume full of facts you can't argue with. What's your mom's APA and who your closest friend? What's your niece's favorite show and what's your 10 year plan? What's your team investing in and what's your cap rate been? Cause really, I don't care what kind of car you win or how far you get or the bars you spit. Is they hardest risk? Is they greenest this? How your lawn been looking? I thought I done told you about water and never peeping the neighbors across the fence. That's a cardinal sin. It's gonna be green where you water it. The grass only green where you water it. It's time we had a slow jam, road jam. Come and get some old man, old man. We've been on our own, fam, go fam. When they get salty, it's tough, fam. Gonna play a slow jam, road jam. Come and get some old man, old man. We've been on our own, fam, go fam. When they get salty, it's tough, fam. 